Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. All right. Welcome everyone to From Nothing to Profit. We have a fantastic guest here today, Tara Rochelle, uh, and her Instagram is uh, at Tara Rochelle Photo, and she is near LA. And I am super excited to have Tara on today. I've been following her on social media and her imagery is so sharp. Her styling is so on point and I can't wait to ask her lots of questions. So Tara, welcome. Hey, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So Tara, I, we've met before and, uh, but it hasn't been very, we don't really haven't talked too much before. So I would love for you to, uh, tell us how you got started in photography, kind of what your story is. Sure. Sure. So I started actually a very long time ago, not to date myself too much. Um, but I actually used to take my parents' camera with me to school in elementary school way back in the eighties. Um, so I always loved it from a really early age. And then when I took, you know, dark room in high school where you could actually go in and print your pictures, develop your pictures, that's when I came, you know, became completely hooked. And then after that, you know, I was going to community college, just could not figure out what the heck I wanted to do. Like, I just thought hobby or, you know, photography would be a hobby, not a career. And so I did the whole community college thing for a couple of years. And I was like, I'm just going to drop out. This is terrible. I hate it. I don't know what I want to do. And literally there was a commercial that came on. I totally remember where I was and everything. And it was a commercial for the Art Institute of Seattle. And it was like literally something I'd seen a million times, but that day the light bulb went off. And I was like, oh my God, I wait, I could do photography like for a job, like for my, my career, like instead of, you know, going and working at Target. And so I literally went and checked out the school and fell in love. So long story short, went to art school, did that whole thing, um, majored in fashion and portraiture. And then I married my high school sweetheart, moved to Los Angeles. I said I would never shoot weddings, but <laughs> I went to the studio and interviewed and they were like, well, we need to help this weekend at a wedding. And I thought they were crazy. I'm like, I don't shoot weddings. That's not my thing. I don't want to do that. I want to, you know, be this fashion photographer or, you know, shoot celebrities in Hollywood. And I went and did a wedding and I was like, wow, I get paid for this. This is so fun. Like this is people's most important day and I get to capture it. So never say never, because I would have told yeah, absolutely. You <laughs> um, and I did weddings for a long time, and I loved it. And then I just, you know, being in LA, of course, we did headshots. I did celebrity events and parties and cool, fun stuff like that. And seniors were not even on my radar really here. You know, I had done them back in Seattle in art school. You know, I was you know quite young, so I had friends that were like, "Hey, can you take pictures of my little sister?" Or you know, family friends that needed um, you know pictures and stuff like that. But I never really thought of senior pictures as a career at all. Like that never ever crossed my mind. And then as I was here working and kind of not loving weddings anymore, you know, I'd done it for about 15, 20 years, and of course, I oh didn't yeah. Work babies and newborns and pretty much anything I could that, you know, would produce a paycheck. Um, so pretty much dabbling in every single genre that I could. Um, and then I don't even know exactly how it happened with seniors. I want to say it was somebody from out of town that had moved to lot, you know, where I live outside of Los Angeles and had asked me if I'd done senior pictures. And I was like, wait, what are you? Yes, of course I can do senior pictures, but you know, nobody had really asked me about that. So I ended up, you know, taking her pictures and was like, okay, why don't I do this here? You know, I kind of let it stop me that nobody here was doing it for a long time. Like, well, nobody does it. There's no market. And then I just kind of really changed and shifted my whole mindset and went, wait a minute, 
nobody's really here. Nobody does this. I could do this. And I could, you know, there's got to be girls and boys that want these really great, amazing pictures and, you know, to capture this time in their life and nobody's doing it. Nobody's tapping into that market. So instead of letting it stop me, I kind of let it launch me. That's really cool. So how long ago was that, that you, I was in, I was still doing film. (laughs) So I'm trying to remember. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was still shooting film. So I want to say, I like to tell people when I'm doing like my model teams, I usually say it's anywhere between like 12 and 14 years. I mean, I could probably go back through some of my negatives and see the exact year, but it was a long, way before social media, social media. Absolutely. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I switched over to digital when my oldest was a baby. So 21 years ago, which is, oh gosh, crazy, crazy. So that's really, I, that's, that's so interesting because I think that's one of the things that draws me to your work is Mm -hmm. the layer, the foundation you have underneath it all, you know, just the experience. And I feel like there's so much underneath it, if that makes sense. Like you're so much knowledge, you know, and, and the the lighting and everything. So, okay. So 12 to 14 years ago, you started into seniors and then, uh, how, like, how has that transitioned to what you're doing now? Has it been pretty similar all along or are you, did you have some changes along the way? Um, I had some changes. Um, you know, I definitely had to kind of start from the ground up because, you know, I kind of jokingly say this and anytime, you know, I'm giving a podcast or interview because nobody here knew what senior pictures were. So yes. I would tell people I wanted to do senior pictures. They literally thought I meant the elderly. Like mm-hmm. they didn't know I meant a high school senior. Um, you know, here in my general area, you have to go to your contracted school photographer and it is very 1975. They literally put you in the same color background as every, you know, the thousands of other kids in our area. Cause we're, we're in a really big area. So it's not like it's a little small town and, you know, you go to Bob down the street. I'm talking thousands of kids get the same senior picture, the quote unquote senior picture for their yearbook. Um, they still do the drape. They still do, you know, where they hold the year. And I do definitely think that there's a place for that. Like it's kind of one of those nostalgic things that, you know, their parents did and maybe even their grandparents did. Um, but it's still very much like your classical black drape guys wear the tie, you know, the suit and tie, the jacket, whatever. Um, so I, I definitely had to educate people on what I wanted to do. And I actually, other than that girl that came and hired me and was like, Hey, do you do senior pictures? Um, I went and started looking at girls at the local mall. Like I literally be at the mall and I'm like, that girl looks like she could be in high school. Like she's so cute. She's with her mom. Like I should go up and talk to them and, and see, cause I didn't even know how to reach out. You know, my kids were young at the time. So I didn't know how to reach out and find, you know, seniors or girls of, you know, high school age. So I kind of went and, you know, just gave people my card and like, hi, don't think I'm crazy. And I think, you know, because I'm a woman, it worked in my favor and because I had little kids with me and I did have a website so I could give them a card and say, Hey, you know, if you you think this is something you would want to do, you know, of course I would do it for free and just, you know, I'm trying to build my portfolio, yada, yada, yada. And every single girl called me and we went and we did pictures. So at least I had like a little body of work to pull from. So then, you know, I could add a little sprinkle on my website and Then when social media came, of course, it was a whole different thing because social media then became my advertising, you know, social media advertising for me, just, you know, just like it does now. So it did transition. Um, I still did hair and makeup from day one. Like that was something that, you know, I, I kind of knew maybe just from having a little bit of a fashion background or assisting on fashion jobs, or maybe even just looking from fashion magazines and knowing kind of how I wanted my style to, you know, emulate. I knew that like hair and makeup was something that I wanted to 
have as a service just to make it even different in just a portrait genre, you know, rather than just like show up at a park and, you know, take pictures. So I did start with hair and makeup. Um, and then do you do that yourself? The hair and makeup? No, no. no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I didn't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I went, um, I had girls go to the mall and so many people cringe when you say Mac, because I think they feel like all of their clients would walk out like a drag queen that is not the case. Like if you tell them, you know, what you want, or even if you said, you know, bridal hair and makeup and an artist is going to know how to capture that. You know, some people do go to like a Mac makeup counter and they want very Kardashian. They want very, you know, just carved out, you know, eyeshadow and super, you know, glamorous and elaborate. That's not for every girl, obviously that's not for most girls. So if you tell them you just want like soft, you know, pretty bridal glam, they know how to do it right. So yeah, I would have them go to Mac and then I would just go and meet them at a location or sometimes I'd go and meet them at Mac and be like, hi, I'm Tara. I'm so excited for your session. You know, what do your outfits look like? What are you planning for today? You know, what do you, you have some place that you love? Like, do you love nature or do you want it like, you know, funky city? And so just kind of like that, which is very similar to how I do it now, except for now, you know, I have makeup artists that I work with that I recommend. So we do it at the studio, but kind of the same thing as far as that respect. That's really cool. So um, one of the things that I've noticed is you've got a style closet and it's a little bit different. I know a lot of people do have clothing for their seniors and they provide that, but I feel like your style closet is more style (laughs) and not just, you know, things that they can't get, you know, or they're not going to spend the money on. So tell me about like your process with that, like what you, how you created it, what, what your goals are with it. So (laughs) I kind of created it by accident. And funny enough, even when I shot little kids, I went and started buying like little boutique outfits because I just sometimes didn't love the stuff would, you know, that people would show up with. And don't get me wrong. I think blue jeans and a cute white shirt is adorable, but I think like something with bright colors and ruffles and textures and patterns, that's what really draws me. Like that's what gets me all excited. So, you know, of course, here in Los Angeles, Free People is probably the number one brand, even after all these years. Really? The majority of girls. Oh, yes. Huh. We're starting to dabble into Zara a little bit, which is my personal favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I just started picking up pieces here and there. And I really, I, I really don't know how it started exactly. It has become a whole process of itself. Like I could open a store and sell like hotcakes today because I have so much stuff that I need to like de-stash. But um, I have you know, a really great style closet, but I tell my everyday clients, like my senior clients, if there's something that they'd seen or that they knew that I had, or, you know, they said, Hey, do you have a really cool black leather jacket? I can look and see what I have in the closet, but most of the stuff for their senior session, I, t- I feel like it should be them. I feel like it should be yeah. who they are, you know, what they would wear, what they'd be comfortable in. And then maybe pick like a fun outfit. That's like a little more wow still their style, still something that they love, but not something that is so left field that they're like, Oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable. That's not me. That's just so crazy. Um, and you know, it's like that old saying, like show what you want to shoot. The more I put it out there, the girls are bringing in their own stuff now that I'm like, Holy hotcakes. That's amazing. So it's kind of, you know, you show what you want to shoot. So I'm showing more fashion stuff. I'm showing, you know, different styles and girls are trickling in and now they're bringing it themselves. So I don't keep like my mainstream free people stuff because guess what? My clients are going to bring that anyway. So I try to, you know, stock and have different stuff that has crazy ruffles, that has fringe, that has a crazy pattern. Um, So I try to pick stuff they wouldn't bring in. And do you make sure that you don't shoot it repeatedly? Like, how do you do that with Um, your clients? 
<laughs> I think I have so much at this point. That's not really an issue. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have a handful of things that girls are like, oh my God, you know, I love that white fringe, you know, thing that Reagan wore for the new year shoot. Is there any way I could shoot it? And personally, I get kind of bored with it too. So I feel like maybe after two times, I might shoot it a third if I have, you know, something in mind. But then I also have a handful of things that are kind of like my iconic pieces. Like there's this, um, this beautiful silk, like high designer dress that I found on a whim at a thrift store. And it's now gone with me to Iceland and it went with me to, to Prague and to London. And so it's like one of those that I don't think I'll ever get rid of her. Like, I just, I love that dress. And I feel like it can be like this little traveling dress that I bust out once in a while for something really special. Um, but then some of the other stuff that's like really recognizable, like this white fringe dress that I'm talking about, that's like Mm -hmm. fringe. I I don't see myself using it over and over and over. So that's something that probably after like, I've already shot it twice. So I think by the third time I'll be ready to let it go, if not sooner. And so do you have a budget for it or how do you do that? Um, that would be really smart if I did, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I, I, I try to thrift shop. I won't spend a lot. I'll tell you that I won't spend a lot because I know I'm not going to wear it. Like I, I'm not even close to wearing anything size wise that my clients could wear. Mm-hmm. So here's kind of my philosophy. If I love it, I buy it. And I have this really weird little saying, I say, how much worth of cool is it? So like I'll even snap my friends or sometimes I'll post it on social media and say, mm-hmm. okay, I love this. Like how much worth of cool is it? And I'll let people vote if they're like, oh, that's like a hundred dollars worth. Like I'd spend a hundred on that or I'd only spend 50 or, oh God, why would you buy that? You know? And most of the time, I get it for crazy cheap. You know, like Zara is one of my favorite stores. They're having an insane sale right now. I just got a black leather jacket for $9.99. It was normally $90. Oh my gosh. So it's $3 more than what I spend on coffee. Like it's okay. <laughs> so, but I won't go and buy two and $300 dresses. That's just, I no, I can't do that. So I don't have a budget, but again, I'm lucky to be outside of Los Angeles where we have, you know, tons of amazing thrift stores right at our fingertips. That stuff is really cheap. So I I definitely have that to my advantage. Absolutely. And I I think too, when you're talking about, you know, what you're spending, that, that little bit is making a big difference in your social media and all of that. So, uh, when you're, when you go to style and you're, you're planning something specifically, Mm -hmm. how do you just, is it coming out of your brain because you've been so immersed in it or do you have like certain magazines that you look at or, you know, how do you put that together? So my brain kind of goes a mile a minute or like a hundred miles a minute. It's kind of, I'm like squirrel and I see something and I'm like, Ooh, like literally last night I, I had this idea that, you know what? I should drive to death Valley and take pictures there. So, you know, cause we can't travel and do destinations and I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. getting on a plane yet. So I started Googling, you know, um, death Valley and the trips and all the cool stuff there. And then, so of course now I'm thinking based on that location, what kind of outfits I would want to bring. And sometimes it's the opposite. Like sometimes I can watch a TV show and I'm like, oh, we should do one that's like great Gatsby, but with like a twist or, you know, instead of being, you know, dark in sequins, let's make it really bright in sequins. So I don't have anything one specific. I feel like there's so much inspiration all around, you know, whether it be a fashion magazine, which I get a couple, but not really that many anymore. Most of them now are digital copies. Um, but definitely like movies, television. I mean, anything on the CW, like Riverdale and Vampire Diaries, Gossip Girl, all those old shows. I mean, if you look at the fashion on them, they wouldn't Mm -hmm. think your typical senior would, you know, walk into school with, 
but they photograph really well. And I think, you know, now that I've done it long enough and I tell my clients that like, look, this might not be something, you know, that you're going to wear to the mall, but this is going to photograph really, really cool. And I think because now they've seen it so many times and they've seen their friends doing it and their friends taking risks, they're all coming and doing it too. So I kind of get inspiration from everywhere. Sometimes it's the location or sometimes it's a certain girl and I'll, I'll model something after what I think would look really beautiful on her. Um, and sometimes it's the total opposite, you know, like I just did, um, a shoot in Palm Springs and it was a boyfriend and girlfriend that live out here, but we all, you know, went together and went to Palm Springs. And this mom was like, look, I see all the cool stuff you do with the girls and I want you to do that with my son. Can, and I, mm-hmm. I didn't have any mm-hmm. styling for boys, <laughs> like nothing. So I was like, okay, um, all right. And of course I told her, like, you know, I, I kind of started putting together a pin board based on him and like his look where we were shooting. And I was told her, you know, like, can I do it very much like Archie from Riverdale or like, you know, Cole Sprouse? And she was like, yeah, like that would be so cool. And I'm, you know, I was like, are you sure he'd be comfortable with it? Or even like, you know, Harry Styles, because Harry Styles, his fashion can be very feminine. So oh, yeah. You're on dresses. Right. I'm like, okay, there could be a fine line here. You know, yeah. you know <laughs> no pun intended, fine line. Um, but anyway, so she was like, no, he will do whatever you want. He literally does not care. And I was like, Okay. So he came and I I pulled a bunch of stuff from him or for him out of my style closet and with his girlfriend, like she came and helped and we pulled stuff together and he came and tried stuff on. They were all women's suits. They were all women's lady suits. Some of them even have it's my favorite guy shoot to date hands down. And I mean, obviously it had to work because he was very open to it. You know, he's he, he didn't really care. He's not like a super macho masculine guy. Um, you know, he's an athletic, he does sports and stuff like that, but he's like, Hey, cool. If, if I'm going to look cool, I trust you. And that was pretty Very confident. Yeah. 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 And of course, like his pictures freaking blew up. And in fact, he's been reached out now by two different, um, talent agencies asking if he wants to model and like model. Oh my I'm like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> so put a guy in a girl's suit, apparently. <laughs> They're doing it in vogue. That's for sure. sure Yeah. (laughs) I thought a dress might be too much of a stretch, (laughs) but, um, yeah, he was, I mean, he was open for it. His, I mean, and his mom's like, Oh my gosh. Like he looks like he could be in a magazine. I'm like, yep. And that, and that's what we were going for. Like she told me that's what she wanted the pictures to look like. And he was like, mom, I'll do whatever you want. I want to make you happy. (laughs) So, yeah. So it's, it's really cool to like be able to, you know, have fun and experiment, but ultimately the kids have to be comfortable within reason. You know what I mean? Like if you just say be comfortable, they're going to stick to their, you know, Lululemon leggings or their cute little free people dress. So you have to make sure they're comfortable, but they also want to push the box a little bit if that's what they want to do. Cause some kids don't, some kids want to be them and they want to stick in their, their cute little box. And that's more than fine too. So I feel like with my clients here, I say most of them want to dabble a little bit more with like some fun fashion stuff, but some want to stay like very clean and classic. And I think, you know, as an artist, as a photographer, you have to, you know, obviously be willing and able to do both. Cause I can't make, not everybody's going to be crazy. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. A good portion of my clients want to just be happy, mm-hmm. just look happy and pretty, yep. <laughs> but, yep. but I love what you're doing. So on, on that same note, you know, talking where we've been talking about fashion and style, yeah. But also a lot of what you do has very different posing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you're not doing the same thing over and over with people. So how are you bringing that out? Is that something, you know, are you looking at things or have you? And another question I have on that yeah. is, do you shoot models? 
Like, do you shoot portfolio work or is it all so, for your high school senior clients? Okay. So actually, um, let me start with that one. I'm going to start with that last question. So okay. I thought here being in LA, like, okay, my dream, let's, let's back up, you know, 30 years or even more. I wanted to shoot models. I thought I wanted to be this big wig, like New York fashion photographer. Like that's what I went to school for. Like I, I learned fashion photography and, but I also majored in portraiture because I couldn't really decide exactly what I wanted to do. And so, you know, I used to look through all of those magazines, Vogue and L and W. And I mean, I had stacks every month that were coming into my door when I was, you know, 16. So, you know, fast forward, I moved to LA. I did the whole wedding thing. I did little, little, I mean, literally a sprinkle, maybe like two or three girls that happened to be with agencies that happened to be models, but it was just, you know, like a fluke that I ended up photographing them. Um, and then fast forward to here with seniors and, uh, you know, I'd seen some other photographers, you know, doing a lot of model work and now with stuff online, of course, you know, social media, I, I'll get pictures from, you know, models, you know, that pop up in my feed by, based on photographers I follow. So I was like, oh my gosh, I, I want to start shooting agency models. Like that's always been a dream of mine, like literally going and shooting agency models and still doing my senior stuff. Cause at this point, this was probably maybe five or six years ago. But mm -hmm. I was always scared. I was always scared to go to an agency. And what if they said, like, my work sucked? And what if they said, it's too portraiture or not high fashion enough or, or who knows what, right? Just that fear of rejection. So I reached out to an agency and I had this idea based on a, a place that I literally drive down my street every day. And I'm like, it never rains here. And all of a sudden this field is lush and green and it reminds me of Ireland. So I want to do like an Ireland inspired country setting. So I, did, I put together a whole mood board. I made a call sheet. I already had my artists together because, you know, I work with, you know, hair and makeup people. So, and because I'm a crazy woman and had all the styling, I literally had everything together. I said, you know, I'll be the photographer and the stylist. I'll do the retouching. Here's my makeup contact. Here's my hair contact. Put together the mood board, all that jazz. Reached out to an agency and they were like, oh my God, we love it. Yeah, here's a, here's a list of girls we think would be great for it. And I was like, oh my God this is amazing. Like all my dreams have come true. <laughs> and so I did that shoe and a couple more. And I mean, I thought it was amazing. The girls were great, but to be perfectly honest and not to bash any models because models are fabulous too, but they all, you know, they all start somewhere also. And I was working with what they call like the fresh faces or the new faces or girls in development, which means they're newer girls. So they were, a lot of them were the age of like my senior girls. And so some of them were very comfortable in the camera and some of them needed a lot of coaching, just like a typical, you know, senior coming in. So I did that. I think I only shot maybe, maybe like 10 different shoots, if that, honestly. And I realized like I did love it, but it was just as much work, if not more than what I did for my seniors. There was no compensation. Like I did it just to be creative. <laughs> just for fun. Cause they were test shoots. Right. So that's the clients that the, the agency would give me or the girls, the agencies would give me would be the new girls. So to build their portfolio for me to play and build my portfolio. So I feel like I had amazing images come out of it, but it really took me nowhere. And I knew I didn't want to drop everything I had at my studio and become like this high fashion photographer now here in my mid forties. I knew I didn't want to do that. So I'm like, well, why am I doing this? I'm not getting paid. And the other thing I noticed, which I don't think you should live your life at all based on social media and likes and followers and stuff like that. But to be perfectly honest, my clients, my seniors did not care. So those pictures that I thought were amazing of the agency models got way less traction, way less likes, way less comments. Nobody cared. So then I had this idea again several years ago, and that's kind of when I went really cuckoo with my style closet is thinking, okay, instead of going and shooting these girls that are booked with an agency and 
you know, kind of working the ropes with them, helping them with their styling, helping them with the hair and the makeup. Why don't I do that for my seniors? So instead of working with the agencies, that's when I started reaching out to girls on my model team, girls that I'd worked with and say, Hey, I want to play in the studio. I want to do, you know, some different stuff. I want to kind of, you know, just build my portfolio or try different lighting. And so I'd bring in girls that are just my regular everyday girls at the high school down the street. And we'd play and do a fashion shoot just like I would for the agency girls. And now that got tons of comments, tons of new followers, tons of likes, because now people are seeing the girl at the local high school looking like she stepped off the pages of a magazine. So I took it and kind of twisted that whole thing. And I don't really work with agencies anymore. And I mean, it was a great experience. I'm so glad I did it because I always wanted to, but it wasn't all it was cracked up to be, but I had to do it to know that. Yeah. It it is always so interesting when you get into that situation and realize this is not actually giving, (laughs) giving me the compensation, which is, is an important part of it. Yeah. For sure. you, like if I'd stuck with it and if that's really what I wanted to do, there are different avenues. And of course, you know, eventually there would be compensation. You know, there is different ways to do that and still do tests and get paid for tests. But I just, I mean, I really had a great senior business already and I didn't want to leave that behind. And then it was like, okay, do I want to take less clients that are paying me or do I want to go do a test shoot for free? So <laughs> I was like, Hmm, I think I'll take the paycheck. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you do the like more model type things with your seniors, are you, are you giving them all the directions, telling them how to do the posing, all of that? Yep. So here's the thing. I, Kaya, I am so spoiled. I feel like I am so spoiled here because, well, even just like yesterday, we did a cute little Valentine's shoot and there's my girls that, and I hate to call them like my everyday girls, but they kind of are like some of them are really close family friends. They're just like these really great, cool seniors, just fun everyday girls. But then you always have a girl that's like a little wildfire. She's like a firecracker. You know what I mean? And so I have Mm -hmm. a handful of those that come in. They dress completely different than anybody else. They do their makeup completely different. Like they want to push that envelope and they don't even want to push it. They want to rip it wide open. Like they just want to go so far the other way. And those are the ones that as an artist are so fun to shoot because <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. And it's something new and exciting every time. Um, so yes, I still am giving them direction, but I do have girls that come in that I'm like literally click, 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 click. And I don't have to do a dang thing. Those are rare. Those are rare little gems, but they do come my way, which I think all of us as creatives and photographers, you, you know, you're always going to have certain clients that come to you that, I mean, you really feel like you should be paying them. You know what I mean? Like they're so good. Mm-hmm. That you really didn't have to work. Like, so there are some people like that, that I give very little direction. Um, the majority of clients, I would say I give medium direction. Like they're pretty comfortable and with Instagram and all this kind of stuff and Snapchat and all these, you know, YouTube videos, a lot of girls kind of know how to pose and how to place their, you know, their body or their hips or, you know, face angles. They kind of already come in knowing that. And then there's even a smaller percentage that kind of has no idea that really needs direction, or maybe they're just really nervous. Um, And those tend to be, I find that they tend to be more of like my athletes. My athletes tend to need a little bit more direction. Um, my girls that are, you know, dancers, I feel like need very little direction. Oh yeah. Just like the fluid and the hands and like the movement, like they kind of just get it. It's almost like their, their photo session is like a little dance. Like they're just, they're very comfortable usually in their bodies. Um, so I, I would say it's kind of three different ones. I got my wildcracker, you know, my wildfire girls that kind of do everything. I've got the ones that need medium direction, which are typically like my dancers or just girls that are really comfortable in front of the camera. And then I've got the ones that, you know, need, need quite a bit of coaching, but they pick it up really fast too. You know, usually oh, yeah. 
outfit one and two is a, is a little slow going. We spend a little bit more time in it. By the time the next couple outfits come, they're like, oh, she wants me to stand this way. She wants me to flip my hair that way. Oh, she wants me to look over my shoulder and smile. She wants me to be more candid and just kind of hee hee and look at the camera. So I feel like I, I have a, a good mixed bag, but I would say that the majority of girls are really comfortable and, and know what they want and know kind of, you know, what they're looking for. Yeah, that was a shocking transition, I feel like. Yeah. When all of a sudden they're they're looking at me and they have their their bottom lip hanging a little bit. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait a it's minute. So true, though. It's so true. Because back in the day, I mean, even say five years ago, or man, yeah. longer than that. Like I I tell girls, I'm like, look, I will I will pose you and help you as much as I feel like you need it. But if you're doing something magical and amazing on your own, I'm just gonna shut up and shoot it. And mm-hmm. most of the time are those in-between moments, like when I'm just talking to them and I literally go, okay, hold on, stop, freeze, shh, shh, don't move, literally do not move. Do not move your pinkies, don't move because the way you're standing, like it's so you, just like your posture, your position, you know, they're playing with their fingernails or twisting their ring or playing with their hair. And those are kind of the prompts I do when I'm posing too, because almost everybody has something that they do naturally when they're just standing, talking to another individual. And those are the moments that I try to capture. So even though I'm kind of posing them, they kind of were doing it naturally too. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a little sensible. Yeah. Yay. This is so good. So, okay. So I have a transition. Yeah. Um, uh, so did you ever come up with a word of the year? Okay. I know you were. Ch- you know what? I did. Oh, oh, I know what it is. I do know what it is. Yes, I remember. I did come up with one. I, I clearly don't use it that much if I forgot it, but <laughs> I, I remembered it. Do you, do, are you uh, comfortable sharing it? Oh, sure. I decided okay. my word is choice. Like I, I, I re- have to realize that a lot of things that I do or that other people do is a choice. I have a choice to do this podcast today, or I could have slept in bed. I have a choice <laughs> to be happy or a choice to be miserable. I, you know, so I've, re- I'm trying to like realizes or realizes I'm trying to make decisions and realizations that everything I do most of the time is a choice. Like I can choose to let something bother me or I can choose to let it go. Or I could choose to maybe, you know, if I'm having an issue with somebody or whatever, I can choose to talk to them about it. Or I can just choose, you know, let it go or, you know, let it keep making me angry. So yeah, choice, choice was my word. I saw somebody else use it and I was like, I don't know why, but for some reason that hits home with me right now. So it really resonates. Yeah, that's good. I'm a, I'm really interested to hear by the end of the year if you felt like there was a thread throughout the year with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one other question I wanted to ask, because you've been in this a long time, is, uh, and I, I'm not saying that with your age at all. <laughs> hey, okay, girl. Yeah, yeah. I, I always like to, you know, be in things a long time. I feel like I have a lot of wisdom. I've been in the, around That's a right. long time. That's right. Yeah. So uh, what is your view on the future of photography, like the future of the senior portrait world or, you know, the business of photography? That's a really interesting question because up until pretty recently, actually, I was like, I haven't noticed a change. I mean, obviously technology changes, cameras get better, you know, kids have access to a camera every day on their phones, but I still feel like there was a place for me, like a really big place for me, especially from like a parent aspect that they want to have, you know, this opportunity and have something amazing for their kids. I do think that there is going to be a shift where people, you know, I, I mean, I even see it now where friends are shooting friends, but I still feel like it's different enough. And as long as I myself continue to educate and I continue to learn and I continue to follow the trends, I think there, think there's always still going to be a place and I might have to tweak it a little, or I might have to tweak it a lot. You know, only the future can say that, but 
I definitely still think that there's going to be a place for it and that it's still going to be relevant and important. And who knows, maybe something's going to happen and it's going to become more important than ever. You know, I know for a lot of people, everything that's happened in the world that, you know, there's people out there that are losing their jobs that can't, you know, find work. And I'm blessed and sad to say because of what's happened, I've been busier than ever because so many things for these kids, especially here in California, for those of you that don't know, most of the kids here have not been back to school. We have not stepped foot in school since March. All sports have been canceled. There has been no dances, no proms, no homecoming. Literally, these kids that are at all of our high schools have done nothing. Even like outdoor dining just opened again. So most kids can't even go get their nails done until recently. I mean, so just like these random things. So I think for what the service I'm providing, it's been busier than ever because parents want to give their kids something for senior year because so much is unknown. So I never would have forecast this in a million years. You know what I mean? So it's so hard to say. But I, I would think that there's still there's still going to be a place for it. At least I would like to so, you know. Yeah, I would totally agree with you. I felt like there was it was kind of waning, you know, mm-hmm. people it wasn't as important because there were so many other things that were important mm-hmm. people were investing in. And now I feel like the importance of senior pictures has just skyrocketed. Yep. Or any pictures really, you exactly. know, to to capture people being together. Yep. So um so Tara, share with us, uh, this has been fantastic. I, I loved talking to you, loved hearing everything. So share with us how people can connect with you, how sure. they can uh, see if, if you have anything uh, available to purchase or you, that type of thing. So that is something I get asked all the time and I am starting with little nibbles. I don't have a lot, but on my website, I do sell a couple of templates just for like welcome magazines, senior magazines. Again, very minimal so far, um, you know, doing future, you know, um, recordings and behind the scenes and even like setting up a whole shoot from start to finish. Those are all things. Hopefully someday I will be able to kind of carve out some time and do, but there are a few things right now on the website. If you just go to shop, there's a few things there. And then you can connect with me pretty much everywhere on social media at Tara Rochelle or Tara Rochelle photo. So on Insta it's Tara Rochelle photo. And then my actual website is just Tara So pretty much everywhere. If you type in Tara Rochelle, you're going to find me. I'm so awesome. <laughs> we will put that in the show notes for sure. So, so just the last uh, thing, my last question for you, is there anything that you would want to say to our listeners, any advice that you would want to give to them? Um, I would say, well, so for the people, there are people that reach out. And of course, people ask questions all the time. Get out there and just do it. You guys, I feel like so many people, they let, you know, their competition or they let what they see online or even, you know, if somebody's looking at my work and they're like, wow, well, my clients don't dress like that or my clients don't do that. Guess what? Neither did mine. And so I think, you know, maybe just take it a little step at a time. You know, maybe you don't start with styling. Maybe you just try a little bit different posing at first. And then maybe you, you know, trickle in a little bit of, you know, fun styling if you want more of that editorial fashion feel. But really, you have a choice. You have a choice to kind of stay where you're at and what you're doing or a choice to maybe make a difference in your area and try something new and be, you know, be that photographer that people seek out because they're different. So I think, you know, my word is to you guys to go out there, try it. If it doesn't work, that's okay. Or it might be something that you're like, you know what? I don't, I thought I would love this. Cause I see, you know, X, Y, and Z photographer online and they make it look so glamorous and amazing, but maybe it's not for you but you won't know it unless you try it. So get out there, try it and see if it works. And if you love it, go for it. You know, the sky's the limit. 
I love it. Thank you, Tara, for being <laughs> <You're> on. <welcome. laughs> you know, I feel like one of your superpowers is giving people confidence, Aww. you know, and so, you know, with, with your seniors, giving them confidence to try things to be different, you just, you know, gave a, a great uh, call to confidence to photographers. And so uh, we just loved having you on. So thank, thank you. you for coming. Yes. And uh, we will be back uh, in a week uh, with another podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast.